How we doing? I am your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob. Welcome to Station B.O.B. And let me tell you a little about thee. I am a kid from a Harlem hood who turned out good. I got educated like I should. Now I know how to help you grow to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. With that said, I am here to provide you with some clarity associated with the perplexity of the challenges in your life, love, and work. So, without further ado, let's get down on it. Enjoy the show. Yes, welcome once again, my friend, to Station B.O.B., where you listen to learn how to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. And of course, I am your host, Dr. Rob. And as always, I'm excited, filled with enthusiasm, and just looking forward to bringing you yet another podcast well, I have to tell you, I'm uh, one of the reasons why I'm excited today is because this is, I believe, my 43rd podcast production. And when I first got into this, I had 10 ideas or topics for my podcast. And as time would, would show, now I am... Actually doing my 43rd podcast. I mean, that just goes to show you. Don't doubt yourself. Count yourself in always. I mean, I I wanted to be a podcaster. I thought I had so much to share and inform and enlighten. And so, I mean, 43 podcasts, that's a lot. So I'm going to keep on, keep on doing Hopefully, you'll keep on listening, and we'll listen and learn and grow together. And thanks again so much for the support that you've given to Station B.O.B. by downloading this podcast. I can't thank you enough. So I just wanted to say again, thank you so much for tuning in, my friend. Excuse me, I'm, I'm sort of in that, you know, end of winter, beginning of spring kind of where you get a cold and a runny nose. So I'm kind of sniffling a little bit. But after you listen to this podcast, please tell a friend, tell a foe, heck, tell everybody you know to download Station B.O.B. where we provide content to make good people better, sad people glad, and sometimes we might even make you mad. But that's not our goal. We just want to get the energy flowing and the juices going. And if we can move you on a topic, on an idea that helps you get closer to where you want to be, well, then I'd say I have done my job. And so today, the topic for today is, it's kind of a a funny topic, but I came across this 
topic idea because I was I was on a Zoom call with some colleagues, and one of them, you know, said, you know, we do we do we do social work, and I the client he he got my attention because I I have heard this so much in the past, and so he said, I just want them to like me. And I said to myself, wow, you know, here's a person who is in a position to help others, but he is looking for the people that he helps to like him. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to be liked, so don't get me wrong. Uh, I totally, we all want to be loved. But there are just cert, certain dynamics that come along with that, that whole idea you know, especially when you say it from a posture, a posture, you know, that's not of strength. You know, I just want them to like me. Well, I have to tell you, that's when people will, will go out of their way to not like you. And so I wanted to ask, are you one of those people who just want the people at work, at church, at your school, or wherever you spend much time, that you just want them to like you. As I said the other day, I was on a Zoom call, and I heard one of my colleagues say that, and um, I was surprised to hear that. But nevertheless, let's move forward. Because... It's like when you when you when you're sort of like begging for someone or for people at work, at church, at school, in your fraternity, you know, when you have like sort of this internal kind of, you know, I don't want to say it's begging, but it's like I, I just want to be I just want to be like. Now, like I said, I understand you know, that listening to this, you might say, well, what's wrong with people, you know, wanting the people at his job to like him? Well, I'm going to tell you, there's a few things. I, I don't know if wrong is the right word for that, but for lack of a better word, I'll just say there are a few things wrong with that. And I will tell you why and what they are. First of all, the idea that you or him may be feeling some kind of way that you you just want these people I just I just want these people to like me you know that can be considered you know as if you feel like you are not enough like I mean do you even like yourself and so you know, as I said earlier, we all want to be loved or liked. We all want to be accepted. But life is strange in, in in many ways. It's like the thing we want the most, sometimes you have to do the opposite. It's like that guy or girl that you see at work and you meet and you go out on a date and you're like, oh, we really, we really got something going here. And I'm going to speak from the guy's perspective. So then you're calling that young lady. Hey, I just called and say hello. Wanted to wish you, you know, and hope that you have a wonderful day. And you're calling and calling. And, and then all of a sudden, she's not answering her phone or responding to your text with the same consistency that she was after your first date. 
And so what I'm saying is it's like when 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 we are too available to other people, sometimes that can send them running and and it can be a turn off. And then surprisingly, on the other hand, is when we are not so available to others, then we become more attractive. And that is sort of what this subject is about, where I just want them to like me. And so I think, you know, what's important here is that if you just want them to like you, it's important that you should focus on liking and loving yourself. In a very strange way, that that becomes attractive to others. When they see another person who focuses on themselves and then those same people that you just want to like you, that is how that begins to happen. When you focus on you, it's a strange thing. Like I just mentioned about how unavailability makes people that you're attracted to avail themselves to you. It's like in a metaphoric way, that becomes attractive to others as opposed to when you're just standing around hoping and looking like a puppy with with his head between his legs and instinctively instinctively i say people will look the other way the other thing i wanted to point out about a person who just wants them you know to to like you is that first understand that we should we should focus on being respected by others for what we do what we bring to the table and who we are and in cases in general where we are hoping to get the people at work at church in our fraternity in whatever clubs or school boards that we belong to. It is more important that you be respected by these people first and you respect them because if you earn their respect and vice versa, then you may find, you just may find that they might begin to like you and you might begin to like them. So the idea is really to focus on you, develop respect for one another, you know, respect what the other person brings to the table. Hopefully they respect your skill set or what you bring to the term to the table. And then Liking you will follow shortly thereafter. It's like, in other words, it's a it can be it's a process sometimes. 
I mean, it would be nice if we just all instantly liked one another. But in many times, it, it doesn't happen like that. Especially, you know, in groups. Because you have cultural issues, politics, racial energy, and then that thing that we don't think about when we want other people to like us. We don't think about the idea or the fact that the people that we want, some of the people that we want to like us, some of these people are unhappy with themselves. And they are mixed up in the group. They're all in the group. The people that you want to like you don't even like themselves. Think about that. There are times we are hoping these people at work, at church, in our fraternities, in our you know, sor- our sorors, or whatever groups or wherever you congregate. You know, we want these people to like us. When in fact, many of the- these people do not even like themselves. And so many times that's part of why you may not be feeling liked or loved by those people. Because they don't know what the heck you're talking about. I I just want them to like me. When in fact, they can't figure out how to even like themselves. And so you have to keep that in mind. Did you ever think about that? You may be waiting on coworkers or people in different groups that you are part of, you know, to show some kind of liking to you. When in fact, these people, as I said, do not even like themselves. Trust me on this. If somebody does not feel good about themselves, they will not. I'm going to say that again. If somebody does not feel good about themselves, they will not be able to feel good about you. Enough to make you feel liked by them. And if you did not know before, please know now that there are there are many unhappy people walking around at work, at church, at school, in the mall, in your fraternity, on the school board, and so on and so on and so on. And so as I, you know, continue to reiterate that many of these people may not be capable of liking you. So keep the focus on yourself. And then you too should first start by liking and loving you. You know, it's like, you know, sometimes when I talk to my kids and they complain about who won't play with them and, and what. This one did and said, sometimes, sometimes you have to be your own best friend and there is nothing wrong with that. And so when you do that, you will see how many people begin to like you because you focus on yourself. You seem happy with who you are and you're doing 
what you like to do. And people, you know, people want to be a part of that. They're like, what's up with him? That he's always smiling and, you know, he dresses nice. He seems to be smart, but he doesn't say much. I mean, I mean, go introduce myself to Dr. Rob and see, see what's going on. People want to be a part of what you do. It's a strange dynamic about getting people to like you. It's like when you focus on you, then other people are drawn to that. They are drawn to that. Trust me on that. I have, I have to share a quick story with you about when I worked as a regional human resources manager and and the issues that I dealt with. Not necessarily the issues because the primary issue was with people not liking one another in the workplace. But before I do that, I'm going to step aside and let a promo in, and I'll pick it up with you on the other side of the break. Relationship Readiness Life and Work Preparedness Services, the place you come to for coaching, consulting, and counseling in life, love, and work. We are a multi-purpose service organization that will coach you up, educate, guide, and motivate you to succeed. We provide management training and consulting services for all businesses in the areas of employee relations, unionized employees, progressive discipline, the annual review process, and emotional intelligence to develop effective leaders for your organization. And our relationship counseling services for individuals, couples, groups show you how to become relationship ready with improved self-esteem, resilience, and self-awareness. To learn more about our programs and services, please contact Robert T. Gardner Jr. by email at changeagentrtg at gmail.com or request a meeting for a free one-hour consultation at relationshipreadiness.org. Thank you, and let's go back to Station B.O.B. All right. Thank you so much, and welcome back. And yes, please. Go to my website to learn more about what I do. You can find out about Dr. Rob and his services at www.relationshipreadiness.org. And if you're having problems with employees as a manager looking to resolve conflicts, I'm your guy to reach out to. If you are the employee having trouble issues with your supervisor or a coworker and you're not sure what to do, where to turn, I'm your guy. So, with that said, let me tell you a quick story. Once upon a time when I when I worked as a regional human resources manager, much of the time at work, my 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 I had to deal with, I spent a lot of time resolving conflicts between employees. Not necessarily, in some cases it was employee, supervisor, or supervisor, employee. But a good majority of the issues had to do with resolving conflicts between employees. And most of the time the conflicts had to do with people having disputes because they did not like one another. And, you know, when you don't like the other person, then you're bringing that tension, you know, 
it on into the job, into the, you know, the exchanges. You may have to bring some work to someone's cubicle or in their office, but because, you know, there's a, at least a notion that you don't like them and they don't like you, it's just bad energy in, in that whole mix. At meetings, everybody is talking except that person. And so it can, it can get bad in those scenarios. And so I dealt with a lot of scenarios where individuals did not like each other. And these, and, and these, and, and some of these disputes had been going on for years. But not only did these employees not like one another, but also in many cases, they did not even know why they didn't like one another because they never talked about it. They just decided, like, at some point, perhaps maybe when one employee who was new came to the department, maybe the other person didn't speak to them soon enough. Or, I mean, it's just some of the most minute issues that that people were saying, you know, about how they did not like each other, but not really knowing or understanding what even contributed to the idea that led to them believing that they did not like each other. So my advice to them in those situations that, especially at work, the advice was that you do not have to like each other. That's not a part of your job description. That's not a requirement in any policy that we like each other. Now, it would be nice. It would be nice if we all liked one another. For sure, it would be nice. But sometimes it does not work out that way. Therefore, my recommendation, advice, suggestion was to first learn to respect one another because that is what is required at work. You will find policies that say that we, you know, have to be fair. You can't mistreat or discriminate one another. You can't be disrespectful. So respect is required at work. And respect is is good in, in our everyday relationships. We should respect people on the road. We should respect our co-workers. I don't have to know you to respect you, but you are another person. You are here on the job. You know, let let somebody go first. You know, undershare, communicate, show respect, learn something about that other person, their culture, you know, or if they're an older person, you know, Talk to them about their life and their life experiences. I mean, you'd be surprised by what what could first lead to great relationships instead of defaulting at the idea, at the notion that she or he, you know, he doesn't like me, so he doesn't like me, and I don't like him. And so we just don't talk. And so, you know, here, and that's that. No, no. 
Liking one another at work is not a rule. It's not a requirement. Like I said, it would be nice. But first, we must, we must seek to respect what we bring to the table, whether it's your skill set, whether it's your reliability or your knowledge, whatever it is. Find a reason, something to hook on and onto in terms of respect. And then if we start the relationship by respecting one another, we just might find that we actually like one another as well. And so this, the moral of this story is that it all starts with you. Be your own best friend. Seek to respect your colleagues first and watch how you will not have to work hard for them to like you if that is what you want. If you just want people to like you, don't focus on the liking. Focus on the respecting. And when you respect me and I respect you, the situation, it it almost is inevitable that you may develop, develop a liking for one another. And so my philosophy has always been, especially in the workplace, but now I even, I even, you know, this is my mantra is, you know, when you look to others to affirm you, it's like you give them power you know, over the joy of your of your life, the joy that you have. You know, you, you give your power away in the hopes that somebody likes you. Can you imagine that? That you go to work, go to your club meetings or whatever group you are part of, and you're feeling you're feeling pretty good. But then there is that guy or that that gal or the leader of the group that would just make you feel so much better if they liked you. And why is that? So think about that. In that process of you wanting that other person, I'm not talking about from a, a you know, a, a physical attraction. I'm talking about, you know, what, what the topic of this podcast is about. I just want, I just want them to like me. When you do that, then you already diminish yourself and you diminish your influence because you are now hoping to be accepted, to be liked by somebody who may not even like themselves. And so you just give up all your power in that scenario. No, 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 that is not. The way you go. You don't want to give away your power. You want to be empowered. And the way you be empowered is to focus on you. Focus on yourself. You don't want to rely on others to affirm you. I mean, it's nice to hear that you look nice and all that. But you know you look nice. Because that's why you put on what you put on. Because you thought 
it was going to look good. And if it makes you feel good, whether or not it doesn't look good to anybody else, if it makes you feel good and look good, well, that's what you go with. And so you don't need anybody to affirm you when you can and should affirm yourself. And that is what will attract people to you if you just want them to like you. Let your light shine. And others will want to know, well, whose light is just shining so bright over there? That whole thing, the getting people to to like you can be, as I said, one of those funny kind of things. One of those things that just make you say, hmm. Sometimes to get what you want, you have to do the opposite thing. As I said early, earlier, at work, I, this has always worked for me. <laughs> when, you, when you see that guy or girl you like, and if you, if you pay them no attention, just pay them no mind. They would, they begin to want to know, well, who is he or who is she that they are not paying any attention to me because everybody else is trying to get at me except for him or except for her. I'm telling you, that gets the attention of people. You see, being unavailable ironically makes others available. It's just one of those things, as I said, that makes you say, hmm. So keep the focus on you. And then the people that you want, that those people that you just want them to like you, they will begin to invite themselves into your life as friends, as close associates, or even a girlfriend or boyfriend. And so I hope this was helpful, and I'm going to leave it there because, remember, the whole idea of getting somebody to like you, I believe, is that you first like yourself. You first focus on yourself, and then... That makes you attractive. And so I hope this was helpful. And as I said, I'm going to leave it there. And I just want to thank you once again, my friend, for for riding with me, jogging with me, however you are enjoying this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until the next time we meet, be good to yourself and don't hurt nobody. And remember... That love is an action, not a word, and it's not supposed to hurt. I will talk to you later. Peace. As we wrap up this show, I hope this topic helped you to grow. And now you know a little bit more than you knew before if you have any questions about this topic please email me at changeagentrtg at gmail.com see my website relationshipreadiness.org 
To learn more about my counseling, consulting, and educational programs related to life, love, and work. Finally, in the words of the late, great Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., if I can help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with a word or song, if I can show somebody he is traveling wrong, then my living will not be in vain. Until we meet again, do the right thing when nobody is looking. Peace, beloved.